Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. Have you ever received a gift that you really, really loved? You found that gift to be practical, useful, just what you wanted or needed. It was a nice gift. It had quality, and it was uh, from someone special. So you really prized that gift and made use of it. As as a Christ follower, you and I have received a very special gift. Romans chapter 12, verses 6 through 8 says this, Since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, each of us is to exercise them accordingly, if prophecy according to the proportion of his faith, if service in his serving, Or he who teaches in his teaching, or he who exhorts in his exhortation, he who gives with liberality, he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. So each of us have received a very special gift, a spiritual gift, and it is a true unearned gift. Gift. That's exactly what a gift is. You you can't earn a gift. It, it was given to us, and the Scripture says here in verse 6, according to the grace given to us. Grace is uh, absolutely the unmerited, unearned favor of Almighty God. And so, so these gifts are from the Lord, and they are definitely uh, a gift. Now, the Holy Spirit distributes uh, those gifts to each one of us. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 11 says this, But one and the same Spirit, capital S, works all these things, distributing to each one individually just as he wills. So this verse is in the middle of a passage talking about spiritual gifts, and we'll get to that passage uh, in more depth later, but it says that the, that the Spirit is the one that works all those gifts, and He is the one that distributes each one of those gifts to, to each one of us individually, just as He wills. In other words, it is the Holy Spirit's prerogative as to who gets what gifts. It is totally a God thing. It's a sovereign thing, a divinely sovereign choice. I love that. And and when the Holy Spirit is distributing these gifts, there is a great variety of gifts in the body of Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 4 to 6 describes it this way. He sa- it says, Now there are a variety of gifts, but the same Spirit, capital S, Holy Spirit. And there are varieties of ministries and the same Lord. There are varieties of effects, uh, but the same God who works all things in all persons. And so uh, there, there is just this great variety. There's this great variety in the body of Christ. And, and that variety, that diversity is a beautiful thing because in the midst of that diversity, there's still, just remember, uh, only one body, the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. All of us born again, saved, Christ-following believers. That's that's what makes up the body and, and all of us have different gifts. What a great variety of gifts there are.
Now, these gifts are for the common good of the body of Christ, and we cannot lose sight of that, and this is a very, very important point. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 says, But to each one is given the manifestation of the Spirit, capital S again, and that manifestation just means the gifts of the Spirit for the common good. These gifts are given not to uh, make us look good as we exercise the gift. Uh, it, it's not even just to to give us a sense of satisfaction, although we get that when we exercise our gifts. Um, it's not for our glory, but it is for the common good. What does that mean? That means that uh, these gifts are given to us to exercise, to bless others in the body of Christ, to support others, to help others others in the body of Christ. Too often, uh, people kind of misunderstand. That's what was happening here in the Corinthian church. They had gotten out of hand. They were misusing these spiritual gifts, and and they were elevating one gift over another gift, and and, uh, there was pride involved there. And, and what the Lord wanted us to understand is the very reason he blessed us with the gifts that we have is to use those gifts to build up the body of Christ, to help the body of Christ, to support the body of Christ. I love those two words, common good. Uh, the common good for all of us in the body of Christ. Uh, and I just want to drive that home, uh, that thought home, and, and have it stick in your head. Spiritual gifts are for the common good of the body of Christ. And I think think we've got that. There, But there is something, as we talk about these spiritual gifts, and we're going to talk about them on this podcast and on the next one, there is something that supersedes these spiritual gifts, and it's very clear in in the in the Word of God. First uh, Corinthians uh, chapter twelve, verse thirty one says, "But earnestly desire the greater gifts." And 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 it's um, that there is uh, that statement is uh, a statement that that could be taken wrong. It doesn't mean that uh, that we're in, in the original Greek. It doesn't mean that we're to try to er, er, desire a greater gift, but rather uh, what it means. As a matter of fact, just let me read to you the note in in uh, the MacArthur Study Bible. In context, this could not mean that believers should desire the more prominent gifts when the whole chapter has just been confronting the fact that they have sinfully been doing just that. Desiring a gift for special reasons is wrong since they are sovereignly given by God as He wills. Therefore, this must be rendered not as an imperative command, you know, command and earnestly desire, but as the verb form allows, as an indicative or a statement of fact. It is a statement of fact. You are desiring the showy gifts wrongly. That In context, that's what that means. You're desiring the showy gifts wrongly. The real imperative here is to stop doing that and to learn the more excellent way. And there is something, by the way, that, as I said, that supersedes the spiritual gifts. And and uh, the last part of this verse says, and I show you still uh, a more excellent way. And then chapter 13, verse 1, starts with with this. If I speak with the tongues of men and angels, but do not have love, I have become a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. 
In other words, just a loud noise that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. If I have the gift of prophecy and know all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. And if I give all my possessions to feed the poor, and if I surrender my body to be burned but do not have love, it profits me nothing. And so... This love is extremely important. This love is the agape love, the divine love, the unselfish, sacrificing love that wants the best for others uh, and, and wants to see them get to, the, to, to where God wants them to be. So that, is, that's, that supersedes. And so when we approach uh, the whole subject of spiritual gifts and using spiritual gifts, we've got to understand that it's all wrapped up in a godly, Agape, love for one another. The characteristics of this love are, are uh, laid out here in chapter 13, verses 4 through 8a. Love is patient. Love is kind and is not jealous. Love does not brag and is not arrogant. Man, that's what was happening in this Corinthian church. They were arrogant and bragging about these various gifts. Love does not act unbecomingly. It does not seek its own is not provoked, does not take into account a wrong suffered, does not rejoice in unrighteousness, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. You hear this read most often, I guess, at a marriage ceremony, but really the context here is is in the life of the body of Christ. It's in the in the life of the body of Christ, and and it's it's saying that this is what real love looks like in the body of Christ, and 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 it goes on to say that this love endures beyond everything, including spiritual gifts. Love never fails, but if there are gifts of prophecy, they will be done away. If there are tongues, they will cease. If there is knowledge, it'll be done away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when the perfect comes, the partial will be done away. When I was a child, I used to speak like a child, think like a child, reason like a child. But when I became a man, I did away with childish things. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I will know fully, just as I have also been fully known. But now faith, hope, love abide, these three. But the greatest of these is love. Love is enduring, and love will endure beyond any of our spiritual gifts. And so, again, we've got to put love in uh, in, in in the spiritual gifts. And we've got to put spiritual gifts in the context of, lo- of, of love. So, as we think about spiritual gifts... And, and as we're studying here through Romans chapter 12, we've come across these spiritual gifts. There are four places in the New Testament where spiritual gifts are listed or are mentioned. Uh, the first place is where we're studying, the chapter we're studying through Romans chapter 12, verses 6 to 8. And we'll look at those again on the next podcast. The second place is where we're looking now here in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 8 to 10 and verse 28. There are uh, lists of spiritual 
spiritual gifts. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11, there's another list of spiritual gifts. And in 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 10 to 11, there's a list. So let me just give you those passages again. Romans chapter 12, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, Ephesians chapter 4, and 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 10 and 11. You'll see gifts listed there or talked about. Now these lists, as far as I can see in other uh, teachers I've heard, these lists are not meant to be exhaustive, but they indicate the variety of gifts that are in the body of Christ and their their categories of gifts. And, And I'll wrap up by saying that as God has sovereignly gifted each of us believers, and I believe that those gifts come from what I can see when we're baptized into the body of Christ at salvation by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit gifts us at salvation with those spiritual gifts. And it's possible, even likely, that there is a, for each of us, a gift mix. In other words, uh, most of us, if not all of us, would not hold just one singular uh, spiritual gift, but uh, we would each have our own unique gift mix, just like we each have our own unique DNA, our own unique fingerprint physically. We would have our own unique mix of, of spiritual gifts. And so, uh, next time on, on the podcast, we'll go through these lists of, of spiritual gifts and, uh, and we'll kind of talk about them a little bit and uh, uh, as much as we can with time allowing. And we'll talk a little bit about um, uh, discovering those gifts and developing and using those gifts. Well, it's been a, a good time today talking about this. It's so exciting to be able to uh, share the Word of God. Looking forward to the next podcast as we talk more about spiritual gifts. Until then, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.